Hi, Manifestation Mavens. If you are ready to embody your next level self and manifest your dreams without spiritual bypassing or platitudes that make you feel bad, you've come to the right place. Here at Manifesting Well Black, we are here to teach tips, tricks, and techniques that work for all, no matter your heritage. So if you are ready to level up, no matter where you came from, this is the place for you. We are kicking off season two of the Manifesting Well Black podcast series with more guests instead of the summer guest speaker series. We now have the fabulous fall guest series. We had a handful more amazing people from all sorts of backgrounds, business coaches, health coaches, manifestation coaches that are here to spit game, to spill wisdom, and share with you how they've been able to call in what they want in their lives. You can kind of get different perspectives from different backgrounds on how you can kind of create greatness in different aspects of your life. So with that, buckle up, enjoy these next few weeks, and have fun. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited to continue the guest speaker series with the fantastic Beth Allen Hawes, aka High Vibe Babe. Hello and welcome, Beth. Hi, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm really excited that you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I am super excited to have another manifestation coach on um, because I think learning about this type of thing from all sorts of points of views is incredibly valuable. So, uh, with that, could you please introduce yourself in more detail and tell folks about what you do? Of course, I would love to. So, hey, everybody, I'm so excited to be here today. I am just absolutely buzzing with energy. That's me. Um, so basically, I am a manifestation coach and also an EFT practitioner. That's emotional freedom technique. Um, and I help people. I have a business and I help people to manifest their lives that they really truly want. And that means them being sustainable as well as achieving their dreams, which is a lot of kind of, it's a big part of manifestation that people kind of forget about is making mm-hmm. it sustainable life. Mm-hmm. Just a, let's manifest all the beautiful things life. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I specialize in. I also specialize in helping people um, with mental illnesses and uh, recovering from mental illnesses and things like that, shifting the brain to the point where somebody can live a completely different and beautiful life. That's amazing. Um, And how did you like stumble, stumble into this kind of practice, especially um, EFT tapping? Yes, that's a great question. And I love that because it very much was a stumble. (laughs) Um, Yeah, genuinely, it really was. You totally pulled me out there. Um, So when I was, I was really struggling from the ages of about 10 years old to 21 years old Mm -hmm. um, with uh, three different mental illnesses. So I had something called GAD, which is uh, generalized anxiety disorder, which is very much how it sounds, just Mm -hmm. very, very anxious And it's almost become a part of your, more than your psyche, it's become a part of your body at that point. So you're having kind of physical um, shifts where you're kind of feeling anxious for no reason and it becomes a physical anxiety attack in in many different random spaces. Um, I also had anorexia, which many people know about, which is an eating disorder, Mm -hmm. um, where I was just not eating at all. I was severely underweight. 
And I also had something called emetophobia, um, which everybody's always like, what on earth is that? Um, it's actually the fourth most common phobia in the world. Oh, wow. Is, yeah, and that is the phobia of, of vomiting and, and being sick or, or being around people that are sick. Um, now, most people are like, well, no one likes being sick. Um, but this is a real, I can't explain how intense this phobia is. It would stop me from going out. It would mm. stop me from eating. It would stop me from, you know, my hands were red raw. I just wouldn't, you know, go anywhere without washing them. It was horrific. It was really, really awful. Anyway, just a bit of backstory there. Um, I stumbled literally upon <laughs> spiritual healing and EFT after I tried many, many different ways of healing from those illnesses. Mm -hmm. So I spent the better part of six years in CBT uh, therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which works for some people. Um, the success rate isn't great, okay. <laughs> um, but I yeah. tried anyway. And I'd spent ages in there being frustrated, angry. The, the therapy system, especially in the UK, is not funded very well either. Um, so yeah, I spent a lot of time on there and eventually I was just like, I was not a spiritual person at all. Um, but I, I got to the point where I was just so fed up with the typical, you know, normal roots of healing. They, that just weren't working for me. So I then decided to go completely what you would say woo woo, I suppose, and tried <laughs> out some of the spiritual ways. And I never looked back. I stumbled upon a spiritual healer who used EFT and I trained with her for four years and here I am today with my own business doing the same thing that's amazing that's really cool and could you actually explain what EFT is in more detail because I realized like I know what it is because I love that stuff uh <laughs> and you know what it is because you love that stuff and I was like wait a second people might not actually know what that is or why it's effective <laughs> totally totally so EFT is also known as emotional freedom technique and it's known as tapping and so basically what we do is we tap on the nine meridian points but you know physically tapping um and those meridian points are also known as energy centers so we tap on those energy centers um often known as the chakras as well um to release energy that has been potentially clouding us holding us back or any spiritual emotional physical blocks that we may have around a certain area of our life or around our own healing. Um, and we continue to do that. It's, it's also, uh, it also includes kind of NLP, neuro-linguistic neuro programming um, and self-acupressure. And it's the most powerful technique I've ever come across with the best results. Very cool. And um, another component that I really like is as you touch these meridian points, you are you're saying things, yeah. Uh, and there's like a there's like a way of kind of like acknowledging where you're at, but then speaking speaking more on where you want to be. Mm, absolutely, that's the thing I love about the technique. It's not just a high vibe technique. It is all about stating where you are and stating that it might be crap and, and stating the fact that you don't feel good about it, but also then shifting your, your brain to the point of, okay, well, what do I want? What do mm -hmm. I want in my life? What, how do I want this to look? What am I going to put my energy towards now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think it's, it's a really valuable technique, um, especially if you're the type of person that doesn't like to visualize or journal. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, or maybe like journaling or, or not, not so much journaling, but scripting. If like that doesn't help you mm. feel a significant change. Um, I think EFT, at least for me, so I actually really like both those things, but I've noticed <laughs> EFT <laughs> makes me feel the best or like the, the shift is so much more noticeable. And I think it's because I'm speaking it. Yes, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I've had many clients come through my doors who are just not into meditation, not into visualization, and they've tried it and they feel rubbish when they do it. They don't mm-hmm. enjoy it. It's And if you're not enjoying a technique, you're not going to manifest. Let's be honest. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> if there's a hill I could die on, it would be that. <laughs> exactly, right? Literally, you can't force these things. You've got to find something that works for you, and, and everybody is different. I think a lot of people love EFT, like you say, because you're speaking it into existence whilst acknowledging the fact that where you are right now actually isn't really where you want to be. And that's okay. It's about loving, accepting, and forgiving yourself for being where you are and catapulting yourself into your next level with love. I love that. I love that. How does EFT fit into kind of like your overall manifestation philosophy or process and I realize those are probably two really big questions so you can either start with philosophy or process you pick that that is huge and I love it I love the big (laughs) questions Um, okay so with my philosophy I think it fits in again purely because it comes from a place of humanness Mm -hmm. it's not sitting there pretending to be some really enlightened being which of course we're all working towards right but again it's all about learning and learning and learning and healing and healing and healing it's an ever going process um and trying to pretend that you are something that you're not trying to pretend that you're happy if you're not trying to pretend that you're fulfilled if you're not it is going to bring you into an energy of lack into an energy Mm -hmm. of of putting your your beliefs and what you want on a pedestal to the point where you're never going to manifest it because it's already up there, it's already out of reach. You put it up on that energetic pedestal and you're not going to be able to reach it because you believe and you've written this story that you're below it. So I think that's what I love about uh, EFT in terms of philosophy is it kind of brings you closer to what you want in the most human kind of way. Um, and in terms of process, I mean, I love it. I'm, I'm an EFT practitioner. I've been doing it for myself and for clients for many years. and. I've seen it work (laughs) so many Mm -hmm. times, so many times. I've seen people come in and said, well, I've been visualizing this for years and it's not come through. And then we tap on it for maybe a week or a couple of weeks and then boom, shifts are happening. Because again, we bought it into the subconscious to the point Mm -hmm. where it's believed that it can happen. And that's just a sweet spot of manifesting, isn't it? That is where we want to be. Absolutely. I love that. And I liked how you also talked about um, putting what you want on a pedestal, on an mm. energetic pedestal. I think that is such a common, um, not just a common mistake, if you will, but like, and I feel like mistake is a heavy word, but it's like a, <laughs> um, almost like a common detour. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, um, so it's a common detour that I don't even think pe- people realize they they do mm. um it, and it makes sense because I mean like if you want something so badly you're just like ah you're either like oh my god I just want it and it consumes you or or you want it so bad 
but are so afraid of not getting it, you just go ahead and create that story for yourself in your head of like, oh, I'll never have it anyway. Um, yeah, and um, with with that, what is what is your thoughts on how the conversation about manifestation has shifted over the years? I do think we... Um, as like people who are interested in this type of thing we've seen the secret or at least heard of it or read it um and but there's been a somewhat of an evolution away from just strictly the information that that presented Mm -hmm. um what are your thoughts on kind of this shift or or let's say people that are listening to this are either brand spanking new or Mm -hmm. they're just sick of the way things have been done and they Mm want to change um how would you help them reframe manifestation away from how things maybe used to be to how things can serve them more today? I love that. I really love that. And you're so right. The, the conversation has changed massively. It, it used to be ask, believe and receive. And, you know, it's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, I, I believe that manifestation is simple. Mm-hmm. I want to put that out there. It mm-hmm. is simple. When you mm-hmm. get all these things aligned and ready to go. So actually, to make it as simple as possible, it begins with loving yourself. <laughs> as yeah, okay. As it sounds, right? It begins with loving yourself and building your relationship with yourself and understanding that and almost questioning whether what you want is truly what you want or whether it's to kind of subsidize the lack of relationship with yourself. Ooh. For me personally, I've definitely tried to manifest things you know, like in the beginnings of my business, I, I wanted a business that was successful. And if it wasn't successful, it reflected badly on me. And I was a terrible person, right? So mm-hmm. I was trying to manifest clients from a place of lack and desperation of needing to prove myself. And, you know, surprise, shock, horror, the clients didn't come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it didn't work. But when I started to let that go and you know, forgive and accept myself for where I was in that moment using EFT again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, things began to shift and I sat back. I allowed my energy to recenter, did a lot of inner work on that. I'm not going to pretend it happened overnight because it definitely bloody didn't. Yeah. It took time, <laughs> right? It took time. Right. But once I did, the clients came and now it's an effortless kind of dance in that sense with my business do you know what I mean so it does really begin with loving and accepting yourself first it sounds cliche but it's so true interesting and why why do you think that um I don't know like um hold on let me think about this a little more um (laughs) Oh, I have it. Okay. Why? Because I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you in that when it comes to manifestation, it's simple. Mm. Yet, it is not easy. Yes. <laughs> um, and why do you think, and I think that self-love element, that sense of worthiness is probably one of the main reasons why it isn't easy. Mm. Why do you think that is? What are the barriers to that piece being easy? for most people that you see I mean where do I start on that one I could talk about that for days we we live in in the western world especially we live in a culture that has been taught to be divided 
we, we, we live in a culture that is taught to, you know, judge and compare and, and, and not necessarily love immediately, you know, and to be perfectionists. And it's a very difficult culture to live in. I mean, why, you know, I know why so many of us are depressed and, and living mm-hmm. with mental illness, having lived with it myself. I know now the reason that I had those illnesses wasn't for just because fate demanded that I have them, although I'm sure that was a part of it. It was also because I didn't love myself. I really didn't love myself. I was starving myself for my dream body, you know, and, and, and things like that. We, we live in a culture where it's very difficult. And if you do love yourself, you're, you're considered as cocky or overconfident or full of yourself. Mm. So you can't really win in that sense and it's about changing that idea that to love yourself means to be full of yourself (laughs) to love yourself means to be you know at peace and that's the beautiful thing about manifestation that's where you can start with manifestation is finding that peace and that love within yourself It, it is incredibly difficult i mean i literally just before i came onto this recording you know, this is real life, right? Um, <laughs> I was watching. I was watching this documentary about the Dalai Lama, and you know, he's the most beautiful soul. He's so, you know, he doesn't he doesn't care about himself. He's so at peace with himself. He was talking to these Western journalists who had no idea about what he was talking about, peace and Mm. love and and world peace, that that concept was just alien to them, right? But to him, it was so real. And he spoke it into the Western words. And it was beautiful. It's about understanding that necessarily where we come from in the Western world isn't necessarily primed for manifestation. (laughs) And it's kind of shifting into more of the Eastern or the spiritual practices that teach you how to begin, how to have that foundation to manifest from. I think that's so important. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can only imagine that conversation because I bet those <laughs> Western reporters are like, but what about bumps? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. oh, it, it was horrific. <laughs> but, uh, we like to shoot things and people. Thanks. I don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? Like, why can't we still shoot people? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I digress. Um, <laughs> you you brought up another interesting point, though, about um, like so Eastern principles. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on trying to maybe adopt, like especially at, uh, looking at like the demographics of my listeners? A lot of them are um, Western. What are your thoughts on adopting more Eastern philosophies and schools of thoughts, but in a respectful and non-appropriative way and in mm. like an appreciative way and yeah. applicable way absolutely no I totally agree with with you know we, we should be proud of where we come from and I want to put that out there as well you know like mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing to be western um totally. but, but at the same time we can learn so much from each other mm-hmm. and I think that's what I'm trying to say here is you can be an incredibly powerful western person and learn a lot from an incredibly powerful eastern person do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It is it is incredibly important. I think that the for me personally and my spiritual journey, um, my life only really started to shift when I got a mentor, a spiritual mentor, who was fully kind of versed in Eastern philosophy and Eastern culture. Mm-hmm. Because it gave me a, an eye into what we miss over here in the Western world, you know, when it when it comes to their culture it's all about you know it's not just you you're an ant 
in an ant farm here <laughs> like you're tiny mm-hmm. and that's not to disempower you that's to empower you because ants are freaking strong have you seen them carry little leaves like you they know really like, are mm-hmm. huge right you have so much infinite power and it's to accept that you are a small human in you know the seven billion of us or however many there are now but there's so much that you can do and i think that's the beautiful thing about the eastern philosophies is that it brings you back to your humanness it brings you back to the the point that you are a part of this earth and this earth is you you know like you're a part of the trees outside and the trees are you you're connected mm-hmm. to everything absolutely everything and it's your responsibility uh, to look after that as much as it is to manifest the ranger over you want. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the two things are exactly the same. They're not energetically different. But if you're ignoring the the spiritual world, if you're ignoring the the environmental world and, and you, you know, if you're ignoring yourself and you're just manifesting outwardly for material things, you're they're never going to be enough. They're they're never going to you're gonna manifest that white Range Rover. I'm looking at my vision board right right now because that's what's on it, right? <laughs> you're mm-hmm. gonna manifest that white Range Rover, but you're not going to manifest the the peace and the love of yourself, which is what you actually want. You can still have a white Range Rover and, and be really happy as long as you've got that inner peace first. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the reasons why I have a lot of respect for um you know, these modalities that come Mm. from, um, the other hemisphere. Uh, and, and it's interesting to, to look into the, the history of, you know, how long those schools of thoughts have existed. Like, Mm. I mean, I think some of them might even be older than the Bible, you know what I mean? So (laughs) I I love giving credit where credit is due. Um, But because some of these things are older than the Bible, uh, there's a lot to look at. So if you were helping someone who was just getting their start, um, where would you tell them to look first? I love that. I love that question. Um, I absolutely adore the Tao, the Tao teaching, Hmm. uh, which is a fantastic, it's it's words of Lao Tzu, who was, Mm -hmm. I can't even remember how long ago, very long time ago, historically. Mm -hmm. Um, old. yeah old real old you know this is gold this is spiritual gold what he wrote um but i wouldn't necessarily recommend the original text there's a fantastic book by wayne dwyer um who's a fantastic uh was a fantastic i think he passed on now mm-hmm. but like he well, it was a fantastic spiritual mentor spiritual guru and author and he wrote a book called i think it was change your thoughts change your life Um, And that is basically, he writes an essay on every single um, verse of the Tao Te Ching, but he kind of translates it into what it means in the 21st century, which is so helpful. Because I mean, Lao Tzu wrote amazing things like however many years ago, it was a long time ago. It doesn't necessarily translate very well to now, you know, Mm -hmm. like in our 21st century. He did a fantastic job of that. I loved reading that and it made spirituality and the eastern kind of philosophies really accessible for me which I you know it's just a fantastic text I would definitely recommend that cool awesome and then if there's one thing you want people to take away um as they continue to live their lives embody their next level selves and uh expand in their manifestation journeys what would you want them to know and keep with them oh my god I love that 
Wow. I, well, I think there's a couple things. Number one, your immediate power comes from yourself. So if you're looking outside, you're missing out. Okay. Mm. Second, obviously I'm a massive advocate for tapping. If you've not tried EFT tapping, try it. If you're feeling energetically blocked, if you're feeling just crappy in general, if there's something you're manifesting and it's not coming through, tapping is an incredibly underrated technique you don't have to be a genius to do it you don't have to be perfect at it in Mm -hmm. fact you know kids can do it I've done it with kids and it's amazing the shifts that they can have you know you can find YouTube videos on it you can go onto my Instagram page I have a load of tap alongs that you can do you can follow Mm -hmm. me I'll take you through it it's just an incredible technique and I think you know, the more people that open up their eyes to it, it's my, it's my mission, you know, like I want to make it accessible and make it really kind of popular and well-known so that so many people can have the shifts that they deserve. That's amazing. And where can we find more about you and what you do? Oh my gosh. You can find more about me on Instagram at high vibe babe. That's where I usually hang out. I've just started a YouTube channel, which has got kind of the tap alongs on it. Um, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I know, right? Super exciting. Really cool. There's some meditations on there too. And yeah, it's, it's just a great time to be a part of the community. That's amazing. Well, thank you. And also actually, um, is your YouTube name the High Vibe Babe too? Oh, yes. High Vibe Babe. Hi, my babe. So know that. <laughs> Got it. Okay, perfect. Yay. Well, I'm so happy we got to chat. Thank you so much, yeah. Beth. Um, I really appreciate all the wise words. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love everything that you do and your energy. You're just such a beautiful person. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Manifesting While Black podcast. I love each and every one of you who listen, especially if you make it to the end of the episode. Be sure to join us every Monday for new episodes. We are switching from Saturday to Monday so you can start your week off right, okay? Uh, So yeah, if you like this episode, feel free to uh, rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you listen to. And if you have any ideas for content or you want me to riff on anything or invite anyone special, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Instagram at your coach Bria and I am here for you. Have a magical day.